I was uh, hearing a lot about the Jesse Smollett case. I didn't even know that he, I didn't even know his case was still going. I thought that dropped it. Um, I don't know what the fuck is happening with this case. I can't follow it. I don't understand really what happened. Um, I know it came out that he hired two Africans. Um, and those Africans made it look like they were discriminating against a black gay man. Um, somehow he went to a club, met up with them, and they orchestrated this hate crime. But it was somehow in Chicago. And all of this seems so fucking suspect and weird. Um, I don't know how Jesse got caught up in all of this. I'm just confused about the whole case, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to have to do some more research on it. But I'm waiting for Harvey to come out and talk about this. Um, And he's done two episodes on Jesse three years ago. And I need to um, listen to them tomorrow. Um, Because I can't, I don't remember what he said. It's very strange that um he would orchestrate something like this. It don't it doesn't seem normal. Not for anybody to do. Um It seems like he was trying to do something to cover for somebody else. Take the distraction away. It seems like this was if it was orchestrated, it was a distraction from what was really going on. <clears throat> I don't think Jesse did this all by himself. But then I could be wrong. Um, I was listening to his defense speak um after the after his sentencing. And um, I watched or I read an article where Jesse was saying, no, I listened. I listened to a video where Jesse was saying that he was innocent and that he was not suicidal. He wanted to make sure that people understand and knew that if he went to jail, that, you know, if he was knocked off. Uh, and for what reason would he think he would be knocked off? Um, he's talking about his blackness, saying that because he's black, he's, they're going to send him to jail and kill him. Why would they kill him if there's there's something that's not sticking out here? Um It's something that's not sticking. Something is not right about this entire thing. And um, I really 
don't think we'll get to the bottom of it because he's gay and he's black. He, you know, if he orchestrated this whole thing and he's by himself in it, um, then it's it's uh, it's going to be um, it just does it don't seem like that though it don't seem like somebody would go out of their way to say that they were attacked because they were gay. It's it's just weird. It's just fucking weird. I don't know. Why would these African guys agree to that? Like, it just... None of this makes... It doesn't... The story does not sit well with me. I'm sitting up here thinking about everything and... Remembering the case, and I thought this shit was tossed out of court. But <sighs> oh, this is crazy. This is real crazy. I don't know what to say. I I really don't because he got 150 days in jail, some months probation. Um, But his concern was that, you know, he wanted people to know that he wasn't suicidal. And that he was innocent. Innocent of what? What was he innocent of? Is it a white person not being exposed for being gay that he was with that night? Um, So they came up with a story. And the two African guys, why aren't they being held accountable for uh, as co-conspirators? What the fuck? I think they were, though. I don't know. Um, This is weird. This shit is fucking weird. I don't know. I'm looking at how he's talking to Robin Roberts. What is this article saying? She saw... I'm going to put this on mute here. There's a video on YouTube. That's where I'm at right now on YouTube. I just want to see the title of this. You know, YouTube has their little stupid ass commercials. Um, Robin Roberts revisits Jesse Smollett interview. She says she saw red flags. Maybe they were creating a. Maybe they were doing a <sighs> replicating a scene for a movie or something, and it just got out of hand. And 
was reported by by I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This shit is fucking weird though. I um you know I I kind of the defense attorney was saying that he was um offended by the sentence because of how much money Jesse has to pay back He's got to pay back a hundred twenty something plus twenty five thousand or some shit like that, and uh, he's um, his reputation has been tarnished. I mean, like he can't work in Hollywood. There's like really no jobs for him. So, with the probation on top of that, and then he's got jail for five months. That really fucks him because. Like, he's not going to be able to work for five months. So how is he going to be able to make a living? Like, and then how is he going to pay that fucking money back? Like, that's the thing I don't understand. If you're supposed to pay money back, why are they putting you in jail? Shouldn't you be out so th- or go to a work jail so you can make money so that you can pay your fines off? Like, that would make sense to me. Why would somebody put you in jail and you have to pay fines and you'll just end up back in jail again because you can't pay the fucking fine? Like, it just... That's that child support shit, too, that fucking irritates me. That whole system is rigged. But that's a whole other episode on top of that. I just... I thought I knew what I was going to say about the Jesse Smollett case, but I I really don't know. I'm not prepared to talk about this because I don't fucking know. And I remember the fucking story. I remember the, the, the base, the basics of the story. And Jesse came out, he apologized. And then he kind of like retracted shit because um, he was saying that, He's not the only one to blame in this. And he talked about the African guys. And I remember something about the African guys going to court and then they were released. Um, And that's weird to me. But at the same time, it's really not because they're Africans. So if you guys have ever paid attention to any of my episodes previously, I always talked about how Africans are put above us in this country. And this case, if people were paying attention, um, you could see that obviously they were treated differently than Jesse, because Jesse is a Black American. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna, let me do a little search, a Google search here for these two, because I don't. Um, Because he didn't do this by himself. (sighs) 
Okay, hold on. I found one article. See, the news is going to report what they want to report. Um, so I'm not really paying attention to... Okay, so we're going to do a look at why the brothers and alleged Jesse Smollett hoax appear off the hook. Okay, so I'm going to read this article to you guys. Two brothers who played central roles in what Chicago police say was a staged racist and homophobic attack on Jesse Smollett are compared to the Empire actor so far walking away legally unscathed. Police outlined their case against the 36-year-old actor at the news conference on Thursday, saying he paid the brothers 3500 to help stage a downtown Chicago to help early on January, let's see, to help stage a bigoted attack against him early on January 29th in Chicago, downtown Chicago. Police say Smollett sought to drum up publicity for himself and was unhappy about his salary. Okay, this is about the salary thing. Smollett is charged with felony disorderly conduct for allegedly choreographing the hoax and filing a false report. A conviction carries a maximum three-year prison term. A Cook County judge admonished Smollett and banned court Thursday and sat bond at 100000 As far as for 25-year-old M.B. Mbimbola Abel and 27-year-old Ola, the city police chief said they aren't considered suspects and he gave no indication any charges against them are pending. Um, not necessarily question, did the, didn't the brothers commit a crime during the alleged staged act? The answer is... Not necessarily, however odd it may be, it wouldn't be breaking the law to agree to pretend to beat someone up if that was a, it was if that was as far as it went, there would be no victims. It becomes a crime if one of the participants reports the fake beating to police as real. Authorities say that's what Smollett did. The victims would include police who wanted who wasted their time investigating the phony attack. Smollett, who was black and gay, had reported that the two men beat him and used racial and homophobic slurs, doused him in a chemical substance, and draped a noose around his neck before fleeing. He also said they yelled, this is MAGA country, and an apparent relevance reference to President Donald Trump campaign slogan, Make America Great Again. The American-born brothers of Nigerian descent are bodybuilders and have done some acting. A Thursday court filing by prosecutors said Mbimbola was a close friend of Smollett's. (sighs) The filing also said text messages revealed Abel was a source of designer drug, a source of designer drugs for Smollett. It mentions ecstasy. Smollett's attorney, Mark Garagos, declined comment on that issue, 
the message left for Ambimbola lawyer Thursday was not returned. Question. Could anything the brothers did before or after the attack be a crime? Um, the answer is possibly, said Gail Pizetsky, a Chicago-based defense attorney. If the brothers knew in advance that Smollett planned to call the police to pass off a, to pass off the hoax as real and knew the aim was to pressure Smollett's employer for a higher salary, Petsky said the that they said that could open them up to a charge of conspiracy. But prosecutors may set a charge as overkill for an incident that didn't result in major damages or injuries, even if it generated <coughs> negative publicity for Chicago. Police say scratches on Smollett's face were likely self-inflicted. I don't think they're going to bother spending resources on charging them, Bozetsky said of the brothers. They would rather get a big, rather they'd rather get the big fish Smollett. Question, is the brothers' cooperation a factor in them not facing charges? Answer, authorities haven't said if they promised the brothers they would not be charged if they cooperated. However, police superintendent Eddie Johnson said Thursday that much of the evidence that made it possible to charge Smollett came from the interviews with the brothers. That cooperation is almost certainly a main reason they haven't been charged. It's possible police broached allegations about Ambungola and Bimbola being the source of designer drugs to apply additional pressure. The brothers' lawyer, Gloria Schmidt, Schmidt, told the reporters early Thursday that her clients were motivated by promises about nothing. There was a point where the story needed to be told, and they manned, and they manned up. Schmidt said, "Plea the uh, plea deal, immunity, all of that. They don't care about that." As the as she suggests, they didn't open up to police right away. According to Johnson, the brothers left for Nigeria shortly after the staged attack and were detained February 13th upon arrival back to Chicago. It was only after more than 45 hours behind bars that they agreed to talk, later admitting they helped stage the attack and offering details on how it was done. Johnson said that the brothers had held out and refused to speak for another few hours reaching the their 48-hour in custody, police would have had to release them and authorities might not have reached the stage of charging anyone. What about their grand jury testimony? <sighs> Answer, the police said the brothers were taken before the grand jury Wednesday, just hours before a charge against Smollett was announced to their testimony so their testimony could be locked in. That refers to the practice of taking witnesses, especially reluctant ones, before a grand jury to get them to, uh, to say everything they know 
under oath before they can even think about charging their, changing their minds. Bringing the Asundero brothers before the grand jury accomplished at least two things for prosecutors, explained Pazetsky. First, it gives them the option of charging or threatening to charge the brothers with lying to a grand jury if it ever looks like they might try to recant their statements about Smollett. Secondly, they do recant, if they do recant, says, uh, say, at a future Smollett trial, prosecutors could be permitted to read the grand jury testimony to trial jurors and discredit the contradictory testimony. And that's the end of the article. So that was that was eye-opening. So I can comment on that stuff there um, with these brothers. If in fact that did happen, it's something with the brothers not being outed probably. Um, he was trying to protect a couple of other black guys, what he considered to be black. But... Um, the Africans are so well known for um, being able to get away with things uh, in this country more so than black people. And you, you, they weren't even charged with shit. And they were accomplices in all of this. So where, where why did they go after Jesse like that? Like, it just... It just doesn't... None of this case makes any fucking sense. Um, Jesse's saying he's innocent. And maybe they wanted money from Jesse. And they were going to blackmail him. And the real story is not being told. You know, because he can't tell it. Um... You know, I said I wasn't going to talk about racism and white supremacy and stuff because I'm not really good with discussing these topics because people don't really listen to me when I talk about, you know, talk about these things. Um, But I I do want to point out that um, people need to understand that just because our skin is black, um, you know, is a certain color and our ancestors come from the same region, it does not mean we have anything in common. I had to tell a friend recently, um, you know, we had a conversation about certain things, race, things like that. And she said she had had a discussion and asked a friend that was from Europe and they were African. And I looked at her and I dead told her, um, I have absolutely nothing in common with somebody that is from Africa. I said, the only thing I have in common with them is that our ancestors come from there. I said, that's it. Um, And she just kind of looked at me like, and people think that all black people come from the same place and that we all have the same mindset and we all get treated the same. And white people know that we don't. But they still want to make it look like we do. 
so that when they go and do their shit, people won't suspect anything. People won't see what's really going on. This is one of their hidden weapons. Um, gay men are discriminated against and their crimes are committed against them. Um, and they can't talk about it. They can't go to a rape, uh, clinic. They can't, they can't expose their rapist. They can't because their lives are always threatened. (coughs) They're always being, um, victimized. Um, and in Jesse Smollett's case, this is, I think, I don't know, but I, I, I could be totally off on this, totally off. But I believe that the brothers were probably supportive of Donald Trump and don't like gays and probably set Jesse up to fuck him over. And, um, maybe Jesse, you know, approached them and flirted with them and they just wanted to teach Jesse a lesson and they just had good lawyers. Um, they had the right lawyers defending them and they saw an opportunity. The justice system saw an opportunity to go after a gay man and he happened to be black all the more better for them. And they could punish him because there are a lot of people that are sick and twisted and think that gay people need to all just die. Um, And, you know, it's not my judgment call to make. That's on God, on what he wants to do with people. But um, it happens. It happens, and in the legal system, you have a lot of people who have control and say over what happens. Um, You know, you think people are so naive to think that the justice system is blind, lady justice is blind. Well, people working for the justice system, they have their own personal preferences. They have their own likes and dislikes. They have their support system and um they're going to judge according to all of that um and, but people are blind to that and so you have situations like this he's black and he's gay so it's a perfect combination to target him because the situation he admitted to at first and now he's saying he's innocent and can't really say why he's innocent, but um, you know I could see a lot going on with this. I could see a lot going on with this, and two, they don't like to talk about royalty in Africa. They don't like to talk about it in detail. They don't want to open that up. So if these two men were, um you know, had money and were a part of a very affluent family in Africa, they're not going to tell you about that because they don't want people to know the truth about what is in Africa and who comes from Africa to come over here. It's everybody that you see that comes from Africa. And this is the fallacy that a lot of Americans believe, that if you come from Africa, you're coming from a third world um, continent 
you know, a third world country within that continent. And, you know, you were poor. If you're coming over here from Africa, you were poor. Or you were enslaved and, you know. And um, this is what people think. They don't think that wealthy Africans come over here to live and to, um, to have a life and to make more money. They don't, people don't see that. But um, hopefully this case will open up a lot. Hopefully Jesse will eventually come out and tell the truth if he lives long enough. Um, Hopefully he'll come out and tell the truth about what really went down with that whole situation. Um, You know, I think when I, when I, my first impression of this entire story, when it was um, revealed that there were two African men involved, I said, these two men were probably flirting with Jussie or Jussie flirted, excuse me, flirted with them. And they saw an opportunity to fuck with a celebrity who was gay and they did this to him. And um, he couldn't really say anything because probably they come from money and they have influence. And so, you know, um, with Jesse being friends with the one guy, it's possible that him and this guy had a relationship and um, they fucking did this shit to Jesse because Jesse just wasn't going to pay for their lifestyle anymore and refused to do it. I mean, it could be some shit like that, you know, but the brothers don't want the truth to come out. They don't want it to come out that they, you know, they got bussies. So, um, you just never know in these situations, but that's what I thought when I first heard all this shit. It's like two African men. Cause how many gay African men do you fucking see? Like seriously, every gay black man you see on TV is fucking American. You don't see an Australian gay black man. You don't see a European gay black man. You just don't fucking see it. You see that they are black Americans. And that's the fucking stereotype we need to get away from. But that's the hidden secret the that, that black people don't talk about. We don't talk about... These Africans that come over here and these European Africans that come over here and they do shit and they don't let nobody know. Like you think every fucking African man, every European African man that comes to the United States is straight. Do you really fucking think that shit? I think people believe that. And at every chance they get, when they're exposed, they're not going to fucking want people to know that they're gay because in Africa, being gay is like the biggest fucking thing. Like you cannot let people know. If you are gay, you cannot let fucking people know that shit because they do not fucking play when it comes to that. So... Um, If there is a gay community in Africa, it's somewhere where people are protected and they got money and they can do that shit. But it is not something that Africans want attached to them. They don't. mm -mm, Nope. 
and lesbians too. How many black African lesbians do y'all know? Well, let me take that back. You might know some because they're quicker to accept women being lesbians and anywhere than they are gay men. Gay men are not going to let themselves be outed um, black gay men. European black gay men are not going to let themselves be outed. Um, So, that's my commentary on this whole situation. Um, I think that he's, he, I don't know about the sentencing. I think that if he is innocent, he don't deserve any of this. But for him not to fight for himself and tell what really happened, something else is going on. And I'm, you know, what I said may be far-fetched, but I really, really wholeheartedly think that, you know, um, that this was staged for a more personal reason. It wasn't just him being selfish and being upset that he wasn't getting paid a whole lot. It was probably he was upset that he wasn't getting paid a lot. And then this this whole orchestration came about to be the theme of this, what they call a hate crime hoax. Um, I don't think that this is a hate crime. I don't think it's a hoax. I think that Jesse got caught up in something where he got threatened and um, it ended up being where he looks like a piece of shit. So, um, I don't know. That's my take on it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. I hope I wasn't too confusing in all of this. I hope that I was a little bit clear on you know, how I felt about it. Because at first when I was doing this episode, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I didn't know how to put my thoughts together. But then I started thinking and remembering the story. And then I listened to the prosecutor, I mean, the defense, excuse me, talk about the case. And um, I don't, I really don't know what to think about his sentencing because... um. I think he should come out and defend himself, but snitches get stitches, right? So if he snitches on the brothers and tells, okay, well, this nigga was gay and we've been fucking all this time and I'm not supporting his lifestyle. So he and his brother um, made me concoct this story so that they wouldn't be outed. I mean, you know, it it just, he's not going to say that. He's not going to say that because gay men have a code. Um, with men who don't want to be outed. And so they protect each other. Um, but they eventually end up becoming outed, but not openly. Like, but you'll hear scuttlebutt and you'll see pictures. Like, stuff will get dropped to show you that, okay, this person is gay. But they won't come out and say, like I just said, they won't, Jesse's not going to come out and say, well, the two brothers, if he does, you know, good for him. But I highly doubt he will now. Because, you know, I just, they have a code with each other. They don't fucking tell each other like that. 
Because um, that would ruin it for a lot of other gay men who want to want to continue to hide and protect their gay lovers who don't want to be outed. There's a lot of gay men out there that don't want to be fucking outed. And, um, you know, this could ruin it for them if Jesse were to come out and talk about this shit. But somebody needs to. Somebody needs to fucking open it up wide, deep and wide for it, you know. So... All right, guys, thank you for listening, and thank you so much for supporting me. Take care.